minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
J.M. in the A.M. Good morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course, 
on the NSN app. It is a Monday morning broadcast on this May the 23rd, day 15 in the month of ER, the year 5776, Tufshin Vov. Today is day 30 in the counting of the Omer. That's four weeks and two days. We forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. The Y Studs with Hashem Melech. You heard A.K.A. Pella with a whole bunch of great selections, including Cry No More, Simintov, and Hema. The Maccabees had Laman, Yaf Yafisa. That was A.K.A. Pella. Masach um, Hashem, our Monday morning theme song with Mayor Sherman, and of course, Regesh and Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. JM in the AM with 57 degrees, 88% humidity, winds are south at 3 miles per hour, mostly cloudy and a high temperature of 76. Then tonight, partly, uh, actually periods of rain with a low temperature of 60. Tomorrow, rain with a high temperature of 74 degrees. You shall lime right now at 70. We're at 57 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. I thank you all for tuning in. Coming up at 8 o'clock this morning, Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots. You never thought a Jet fan like myself would have the owner of the New, York, New England Patriots on the, uh, on the air. Robert Kraft joins us this coming Wednesday at Madison Square Garden. He will receive an honorary doctor of humane letters at the 85th commencement of Yeshiva University. And um, we have an opportunity to speak with him this morning about his Incredible devotion to Israel and Jewish causes. And um, bring up a couple of things that I would love to explore, including a craft stadium in Israel, including the Ezra Schwartz Memorial after his murder in the fall, and um, and so much more. So we'll do that at 8 o'clock this morning. Robert Kraft, owner of the New, New England Patriots, joins us here at JM in the AM. And we uh, we uh, tweeted that out last night, and boy, it got some reaction, I must say, on both Facebook and Twitter. So he is um, he is certainly somebody that people want to hear from, that's for sure. Hey, this coming Thursday is Lag Bomer. This coming Thursday is Lag Bomer. We are preempting all of our programming between uh, 6 a.m. and 2 p.m. in order to provide an eight-hour musical spectacular. This coming Thursday in honor of Lagba Omer. So that means after JM and the AM concludes this coming Thursday, make sure to uh, be tuned in at jmandam.org. And, of course, on the NSN app, you'll have a uh, an amazing array of great Jewish music with instruments, something we've been missing over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, it'll be happening... Um, it'll be happening uh, all through the uh, day Thursday between 6 a.m. and 2 p.m., in honor of Lagba Omer. So get ready for that. That's happening on Thursday. A week from Sunday is the Celebrate Israel Parade. We, of course, along with our friends, the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem, are going to be presenting an amazing and incredible webcast that you could watch and listen to uh, all through the entire length of the parade from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. Celebrate Israel from 57th Street to 74th Street on 5th Avenue. That's a week from Sunday on June the 5th. We are encouraging everybody to come out and to be part of uh, yet another great Celebrate Israel celebration. So make sure to uh, put that on your calendar and make sure to join us for what will prove to be, no doubt, another incredible day of celebration in New York City to celebrate Israel. 20 minutes before 
7 o'clock, JM in the AM. Day 30 in the counting of the Omer. Today is the final day of Bahab, 57 degrees, mostly cloudy, a high of 76. More coming up. More AKA Pella, JM in the AM.
Achenu Kodes Yisrael Hanisunim Vatsara Yeah. 
up the hour for us here at JM in the AM. A great, strong first hour here on a Monday morning. Heading back to school and back to work, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. In the background, we got Galit Sal. News from Israel coming up. Mayor Weingarten is going to spend a lot of time during the Israel show today talking about the latest news from Israel. There's been a lot of political a lot of political stuff going on over the last week, as you all know. And he'll uh, discuss uh, most of it, if not all of it, coming up between 9 and 10 this morning, right after JM and the AM on jmandtheam.org and the NSN app. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next to JMN. I would gladly accept a different French initiative, but here's the difference. I will sit alone, directly, with President Abbas. Every difficult issue will be on the table. Mutual recognition, incitement, borders, refugees, and yes, settlements. Everything. אשמח להיענות ליוזמה צרפתית אחרת, אמר נתניהו, אבל הדגיש, אני יושב בארבע עיניים עם אבו מאזן. כל נושא בעייתי יעלה לדיון, הכרה הדדית, גבולות, פליטים, וכן, גם ההתנחלויות. 
ועל סנאל נתניהו, אני אעדכן את נשיא צרפת הולנד ונדון ביחד בעניין. שיעור האבטלה יורד אל מתחת לחמישה אחוזים, כתבנו תומר ורון. על פי נתוני הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה חלה ירידה בשיעור האבטלה לארבעה אחוזים ותשע עשיריות בחודש אפריל, וזאת לעומת חמישה אחוזים ושלוש עשיריות בחודש מרס. בסך הכל נרשמו פחות מ-200 אלף מובטלים באפריל. מדובר בנתון הנמוך מזה שנה, שמושפע בין היתר גם מחג הפסח. עשרות הרוגים בסדרת פיגועי תופת נגד אלווין, תומכי אסד בצפון סוריה, כתבנו ג'קי חוגי. כ-80 אזרחים נהרגו בשישה פיגועי תופת שנעשו בזה אחר זה הבוקר בשתי ערים בצפון סוריה הנחשבות מעוז של בני העדה. בעיר הנמל טרטוס נהרגו 33 בפיצוץ ג'יפ ואחריו פיגוע של מתאבד. בעיר ג'בלה נהרגו לפחות 45 עוברי אורח וארבעה פיצוצים, אחד מהם בפתחו של בית חולים בזמן שקלט פצועים. פלג הנאמן לדאעש בשם אחרר שם קיבל אחריות להתקפה. בשעה זו נבחנים כ-150 אלף תלמידים בבחינת הבגרות במתמטיקה על רקע יוזמת חמש היחידות שמעודד שר החינוך בנט. יעל דן שוחחה עם המורה מירה ציגלמן שתומכת במיזם ועם יושב ראש התאגדות המנהלים מנשה לוי שמתנגד לו בחריפות. אני דוחה על הסף את המשוואה העקומה של בנט שמתמטיקה חמש יחידות לימוד שווה הצלחה בחיים. אולי הצלחה בחיים זה לעסוק במה שאתה אוהב ולא במה שבנט חושב שצריך לעשות. בנות נטו מהר מאוד לנשור מחמש יחידות ברגע שהציון ירד משמונים. מה שעשה הקמפיין הוא בעצם עודד אותם כן לנסות להישאר ולהילחם על חמש יחידות למען עצמן. שנתיים אחרי שרצח את שני ילדיו, שני מאסרי עולם נגזרו על אבי לוי ממושב ישרש. אילן, חבר המשפחה, דיבר בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים. קרן, מאז בחרה בחיים, בחיים האמיתיים זה להתחתן, היא מצפה לתאומים בקרוב, וזה מה שמעניין אותי, לעזור לה, להמשיך את החיים, להיכנס למסלול של חיים. כמה שאין לנו שזה קשה לה בכל יום, בכל רגע, בחורה חזקה מאוד, אני, אני יודע מי זה קרן. ספורט, דיווחים באנגליה שמאמן מנצ'סטר יונייטד לואי ונחל פוטר מתפקידו, המחליף מוריניו. כתבתנו קרן בן מרדכי מדווחת. ונחל שזכה לפני יומיים עם קבוצתו בגביע האנגלי פוטר מתפקידו בתום שנתיים במועדון, כך על פי דיווחים מקומיים. ז'וזה מוריניו שפוטר בתחילת העונה מצ'לסי צפוי להחליף את המאמן ההולנדי בתפקיד. ומזג האוויר לסיום בשעה זו הטמפרטורות יורדות משמעותית והלחות עולה. הלילה צפוי גשב מקומי בצפון ובמרכז. אלה החדשות שעורך ישי שנרב.
down the souls of the innocent Blood transparent Keep on moving though the water stay rages In this maze you can lose your way Your way It might drive you crazy But don't let it face you No way No way Sometimes in my tears I drown I drown But I never let it get me down
All you need is to decide 
Goldwag. Before that, Cole Zimro with Invea Geffen. You heard Coleish and Gamkielach, the Maccabees, in one day. Sending that out to um, somebody who commented on our app. Nachum, can you play one day from the Maccabees? Thanks for making my afternoon go by faster in Jerusalem. All right. <laughs> That's great. Another app commenter said, uh, love the interpretation of Cry No More. Still emotional, but a little bit more upbeat and hopeful. That's nice. That's a good one. Good comment on that. And um, one of our app commenters says, thank you for another great morning. And I appreciate that. It's a Monday as we head back to school and back to work, brightening up everyone's morning here at JMM during a Sphere Format Monday. A reminder, we preempt our programming on Thursday. goes straight from 6 a.m. till 2 p.m. On the stream at jmnam.org and on the NSN app with amazing and incredible music for a Logboomer morning. That's happening this Thursday. We'll preempt everything and just keep going with the music from 6 a.m. until 2 p.m. Make sure to join us for all of that. should be a lot of fun and should be an amazing Logboomer celebration. Speaking of celebrations, don't forget to celebrate Israel Parade. is a week from Sunday up Fifth Avenue. American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem will be presenting our incredible five-hour webcast that you could hear and see uh, directly from Fifth Avenue in New York City. It's always a great show, and we get an opportunity this year to uh, really do a full-length and incredible broadcast and webcast, and make sure to join us for that. It's day 30 in the counting of the Omer. That's four weeks and two days, day number 30 in the counting of the Omer. Got a um, response back from uh, Elliot Weiselberg. I had written to him to find out what had happened regarding the big tournament yesterday. Many of you are aware of the fact, and happy birthday, Elliot, by the way. He celebrated a birthday yesterday. Many of you are aware of the fact that the Martin Weiselberg Memorial Hockey Tournament took place yesterday. He tells me that Yeshivat Noam beat Yavne 3-2 to two in the final. Mazal Tov. Congratulations, Yeshivat Noam. YCQ won the fundraising competition. They broke their record of last year. And um, to Elliot and everybody who helped coordinate the tournament, we say Yashikoa from all of us here at JM in the AM. Dr. Fagi Zakheim is with us live via telephone. She's co-chair of the United Task Force for Children and Families at Risk. And we have one more opportunity for the Rebbitsons out there to register for the uh, Rebbitsons Conference, the 17th Annual Rebbitsons Conference, this year on the topic of L'Chaim. How much is too much. A balanced approach to alcohol on Shabbos, Yontav, and Simcha's strategies for setting healthy limits, effects on the family, underage drinking. All these topics are addressed tomorrow starting at 11.30 in the morning at Kahal Hasidim, 4820 15th Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. In addition to Dr. Fagi Zakheim, Rebbe Tzinesti Reisman, or Dr. Tzvi Hirsch Weinrib, and Professor Aaron Twersky are all um, joining in as speakers at the 17th Annual Rebitson's Conference. Dr. Fagi Zakheim, welcome back to JM in the AM. Hi, good morning, Nachum. It's such an honor to be back on the show again. I appreciate that. We're one day away, one day away from the Rebitson's Conference, and in case there's anybody out there who is hesitating to attend because of the sensitive topic, we, me and you want to um, 
uh, go ahead and encourage them and encourage their congregants to encourage them and encourage the rabbis to encourage them that all the Rebbitsons should come out and be in Brooklyn, New York tomorrow. Nachum, I think it's so important for the Rebbitsons to attend this conference on L'chaim. How much is too much? The Rebbitsons are the core. They are the center of the family. And for us, as a mother, I'm, I'm speaking, when there's a problem in the family, and sometimes as a mother you don't want to recognize the problem. It's very difficult to recognize that we have a problem, and sometimes we want to look away. And I think this particular topic, I think we cannot look away. The Rebbitsons are the core. They are the mothers. I think people in their shoes need to call the Rebbitsons or the rabbis and say this is a, a conversation that the Rebbitson must participate in. Um, I had a, uh, the reason it was so important for me to come on the show today, Nachum, it was so important for me to come on the show was because I was in, I was in a neighborhood this Shabbos. It could be any neighborhood, all right, and any place on the planet. Mm-hmm. I was away for Shabbos. I was in a neighborhood, and I went. I always loved to go for Kabbalah Shabbos. I love to bring in Shabbos. I love to go there. I love to hear the singing. I'm always in shul on Friday night, always. And I went to this, in this particular neighborhood, and I went to shul, Erev Shabbos, Kabbalah Shabbos, and I was devastated. These were wonderful men, men with black hats, men with all types of men, all, all types of men. And there were shots being drank. People were drinking whiskey, Erev Shabbos, before Kabbalah Shabbos. And by the time they went into Shabbos, they were, they were drunk. And I was, I was devastated, and I thought to myself, you know, this is really Min Shemayim. The program is on Tuesday, it's on L'chaim, it's on how much is too much. I owe it to the community to come on the show and say, Rebbitsons must attend. We must not hide our heads and say we don't have a problem. It's not a simple L'chaim. It's not simply taking one drink and saying L'chaim. There is something going on today in our community where... The kiddishes and the drinking is out of control. I have and seen. Our children are watching it. I have and seen. It by is the devastating. It's I, devastating, Nachum. I, I had to come back on the show because of what happened this Friday night. I have seen um, in certain areas on Friday night where the entire davening is spent uh, drinking. The entire davening Friday night. So what you're telling me is not a shock to me. Uh, but it, whoever would have suspected, but I guess once you know, once things start, that's how it goes. Whoever would have suspected that this this uh, unusual custom of leaving shul Shabbos day to go and drink, uh, whoever thought it would uh, seep into Friday night and other areas of Shabbos, and who knows where else in life. So yeah, you're right. The 17th annual Rebbitzins Conference is tomorrow. It's on the topic of L'chaim, how much is too much, and we have to encourage all the Rebbitzins to be there and learn what they can about this topic, and hopefully uh, play a role in setting limits and uh, helping families that might be uh, you know might be might be being victimized because of this whole practice you know what Nachum? we are all victimized i'll tell you why because even if my family is so pure that they're not doing shots or they're not doing drinking my children are in the same shul as other people who are who are drinking and you know what i'm not even going to go as far as to say that any family is is completely clean of it. Who knows? You know, we're in the shul, so it affects all of us. It affects all of us. Even if someone thinks that their family is perfect, my family would never do something like that, they are in the same shul watching other people drink. I was watching little children watch fathers take 
downing four drinks, yellow, yellow stuff, the scotch, the heavy stuff. I was devastated. It, it's a terrible, terrible thing for children to see. And I think it's our responsibility to tell our Rebetzins and to tell our Rabbanim, these Rebetzins are getting together, they are speaking about L'chaim, how much is too much. Please take time out and go and listen. And let's see if we can create some sort of boundaries, something that shows when is the right time to drink a L'chaim. How much is the right amount to drink of a L'chaim? And at what point are you crossing over into a place that is not safe, that is not right, that is not correct? And that's why I, I just had to come back on the show, Nachum, because it was painful for me, and I feel it is my role just to say that this conference is happening, Rebbitsons should attend, they are the core of the community, and it is our responsibility as people in the Kehillah to say to our rabbi, our Rebbitson, there's a program going on in Borough Park at Kal Hasidim. the Rebbitsons should show up. Seven, 17th Annual Rebitsons Conference tomorrow, starting at 11.30 in the morning at Kahal Hasidim on 15th Avenue in Brooklyn. Everybody across the board, all Rebitsons are encouraged to attend. Uh, contact information so that you can uh, register. You can go online at OUcommunity.org, OUcommunity.org, or speak with Rebitson Judy Steinig at area code 212-613-8188. That's 212-613-8188. Eight, eight. In addition to Dr. Fagy Zakheim, Rabbi Tzinesti Reisman, Rabbi Dr. Tzvi Hirsch Weinrib, and Professor Aaron Twersky will all be presenting tomorrow. And there will be a special presentation entitled A Spouse's Perspective, which is going to be part of the program as well. Tomorrow is the 17th Annual Rebitson's Conference. Information at 212-613-8188 or OUcommunity.org. Dr. Fagy Zakheim is the co-chair of United Task Force for Children and Families at Risk. Dr. Zakheim, thanks so much for joining us, and good luck tomorrow. Nachum, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Monday morning broadcast, JM in the AM, as we are in the midst of our Sphere of Format. Lagbomer is Thursday. We'll make sure to uh, provide for you the most amazing and incredible music mix from 6 a.m. until 2 p.m. as we preempt all of our programming. Go straight with the music on Thursday on jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. All right, David Goldwasser's words. Here is. Oh, sorry about that. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Talmud and Gittin relates that when Yerushalayim was under siege, it was at the time of the second base of Mikdash. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai and his nephew, Abba Sikra, tried to find a way for him to leave the city to appeal to the Romans so that Yerushalayim should not be completely destroyed. The nephew suggested that he should pretend to be ill and then the news should spread that he had died. The, the Talmudim would then carry him out of the city. They succeeded in carrying out their plan, and Rabbi Yochanan came to the headquarters of the Roman army. When he arrived, he greeted the general. Shalom Aleichem Malka. Peace to you, O king. Peace to you. The general said that Rabbi Yochanan deserved death because by saying he was king, he was revolting against the real king. Rabbi Yochanan said to him, In truth, you are king, for if you were not, Yerushalayim would not be delivered into your hand. Like it says, V'havanon ba'adir yipol, and Lebanon will fall by the Mighty One. Rabbi Yochanan explained, The Mighty One is a term applied only to a king, and Lebanon refers to the Besamikdosh. It has to be so, because the Pasuk, 
The verse in the Torah says so. At that point, a messenger came from Rome, informing him that the emperor was dead and that the notable of Rome had decided to make him head. Here we have to understand, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai is trying to rescue whatever he can. Why should he speak in such a way? He could have simply greeted the general as usual. Why did he have to use the title king? He could lose his whole reason for coming by doing this. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai was so full of emuna that he absolutely was sure of anything that was written in the Torah Shabbat and the Torah Shabbat both the written Torah and the oral Torah. If it was so written, he was certain that he was talking to the king, even though the people didn't yet know it. It's like it says in Chavakuk, Tzadik bemunoso yichya. The Tzadik will live with his emuna. Our very existence is dependent upon our emuna. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
with A.K.A. Pella, Hine Matov, before that, Noah Solomon, rather. <laughs> Noah Solomon and Sean Altman with Hine from the Shabbos Acapella CD. That is the Havdullah selection. Monday morning broadcast, day 30 in the counting of the Omer, final day of Bahab. Thanks for joining us. 
Um, Want to wish a happy birthday to Nurse Toby at the Mariah School in Engelwood. That comes from her hubby, Yaakov. From all of us here at JM in the AM. Nurse Toby, happy birthday to you. From all of us here at JM in the AM. A reminder, a week from Sunday, it's the Celebrate Israel Parade, June the 5th, up 5th Avenue. On that date, we'll have an opportunity, because of our amazing friends at the American Committee for Sharitetic Medical Center in Jerusalem, to broadcast for five straight hours, from 11 until 4, both audio and video, our view of the parade, and uh, all the fun and excitement from 5th Avenue. And I hope you'll join us, not just there on the spot, as you walk by and say hi, but... Uh, by listening in and by viewing, seeing our webcast and broadcast, and really enjoying it. And a big thank you to American Committee for Sharitetic Medical Center in Jerusalem for partnering with us on this venture and for making it a fun day for everybody around the world who wants to concentrate on the big celebration of Israel happening on Fifth Avenue in New York City. Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, who this coming Wednesday will receive a um, special... Uh, Doctorate of Humane Letters from Yeshiva University at their graduation. He joins us this morning here at JM in the AM. About 20 minutes from now, Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, wonderful philanthropic man, somebody who has had uh, a tremendous effect on many things having to do with Israel and the Jewish world. He'll join us coming up 8 o'clock this morning, just 20 minutes from now here at JM in the AM. Looking forward to speaking with him on a variety of topics. Mayor Weingarten has the Israel show this morning, and boy, oh boy, starting at 9 o'clock this morning, he is going to um, he'll have a lot to talk about. After one of the craziest weeks of Israeli politics in a long time, the Israel show will review the events, analyze them, and break it all down. And as always, a great special Sphera Israeli music mix, all coming up between 9 and 10 this morning, right after JM and the AM on jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app. I want to thank those who are commenting on the app this morning. It's much appreciated, as usual. And um, I remind you, we have a Facebook update page simply entitled Nachum Siegel Network. If you like that page, uh, the updates will be in your news feed, and you'll be able to... Um, and you'll be able to uh, go ahead and be up to date on everything that we are informing everybody about regarding the uh, network and our programming. All right, so keep that in mind and um, make sure to like the Nahum Single Network Facebook update page. 17 minutes before 8 o'clock, it's JM in the AM as we continue with A.K.A. Pella. Excuse me, with Ellie Gerstner. Sai sto i voglio, sai sto i voglio, ma io tu vedo 
Pella wrapping up the hour for us. Another hour to go on a uh, Monday morning as we head back to school and back to work. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course, on the NSN app. Well, having already won four Vince Lombardi trophies, Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, will add another honor to his collection. Yeshiva University this coming Wednesday will confer upon Robert Kraft, founder, chairman, and CEO of the Kraft Group, an honorary doctor of humane letters at the 85th commencement, again this Wednesday at Madison Square Garden in New York. He'll also deliver the commencement address to the hundreds of undergraduate and graduate students receiving their degrees and the thousands of celebrants during the ceremony. It is a great honor to welcome the uh, owner of the New England Patriots to this uh, radio broadcast, Robert Kraft. Welcome to JM in the AM. Nice to chat with you, Nachum. It's an honor for me to be here with you and your audience. I greatly appreciate that. And congratulations. As a YU alum, I take great pride in the fact that they are uh, giving you this distinction this coming Wednesday. Mazal tov to you on that. And, uh, I'll ask you in a couple of minutes about what special message you might have for the graduates this coming Wednesday. There, there, there are a couple of things I would love to explore with you that um, have happened over the last few years, if you don't mind. Uh, <laughs> one of them is this apocryphal tale, which um, might be more truthful than people think, and you, you're the one who could tell us for sure. Uh, apparently, you get to the Prime Minister's office with the Vince Lombardi Trophy back in 2002, and security wants nothing more than to dismantle the trophy at that point? Well, you have good intelligence. <laughs> um, you know, we had planned um, uh, every year I take a group of people to the Holy Land, especially uh, either Gentile people or Jewish people who have never gone, and we uh, set up uh, a wonderful tour and try to show the beauty of the land, both its spirituality and how 
all kinds of people living together in a thriving economy and a beautiful physical place. And I had promised uh, some of my friends in Israel that if we won the Super Bowl that year, I would bring the trophy. And I think it's the first time the trophy ever left the United States. And um, we had a, a meeting planned uh, with Prime Minister Sharon. And as we're going through security, the people, you know, who have the machinery, they had never seen that. I don't think they knew what it was. <laughs> uh, we had just brought it from our little field in, in Jerusalem where they play football, and then we went right to the prime ministers. And they kept, I think they thought there was something privileged inside it, and they kept trying to open it. And we were going to leave it, and then finally there was someone who had some American roots and explained uh, what it was. And actually, we brought it up to his office, and um, we actually have a picture which is pretty unique. We have pictures with um, uh, Prime Minister Sharon, Ehud Olmert, and Bibi, all different pictures with the trophy. So it's pretty memorable moment. I can only imagine. It must be an amazing feeling. You really lucked out, so to speak, because you had somebody who was familiar with American football. It must be an incredible feeling walking around Israel in general and seeing so many fans and people who have an affinity toward American football and knowing who you are and your players, of course, you know, always create a stir when they go there. It must be an amazing feeling for you being in Israel and experiencing that. It is, you know, but I have brought a number of our players. I, I brought... Um, uh, Tom Brady, I think it was in 05 or 06. I ne never forget, we're having Shabbat dinner. The King David and Rabbi Gestetner is leading us in um, singing, and all of a sudden he decides we're going to do a horror, and he gets Brady and he starts doing a horror <laughs> one, one. And there's Brady in a yarmulke on Shabbos on Friday night, and. Uh, our whole group, our whole tour um, uh, joined in, and it was a great moment. I brought Richard Seymour, Ben Watson, just a number of our players, and uh, we had the privilege, actually, of bringing last year 19 members of the Hall of Fame and their their wives, and um, there were some guys from Buffalo, <laughs> like Thurman Thomas, who hated the Patriots, but now he's... <laughs> He respects uh, um, the Patriots because of this trip. And, uh, you know, a number of the players said it was, these are players who had won Super Bowls. But he said, you know, it's one of the greatest days of their life, being in the Holy Land and especially being baptized in the Jordan River and being at the Sea of Galilee and the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, being at the Wall, um, and all the wonderful things that can happen in Israel. So, it, you know what? It has been a thrill for me to be able to expose people that I like and respect to this wonderful uh, part of the world. Yeah, I was going to ask you if this was a life-changing experience for any of those players. It sounds like it was a life-changing experience for all of them. It really was, and especially... Some of the players in the NFL uh, have a sense of spirituality and, and are 
um, really moved by being there. To be frank, a number of them were a little scared because the way it gets covered in the media here, whether it was safe to go. And I think the fact that I was going and uh, not making any kind of big deal out of anything. And and now they all are going back and bring their whole family. And, you know, I'm glad that we had a chance to expose them to something really special. Yeah, you've gone uh, with groups during intifadas and during difficult times, and nothing stops you, which is amazing. Robert Kraft with us live via telephone. I don't know if you get, I assume you get the same thrill that I get going through Jerusalem and passing Kraft Stadium. And I feel, especially as the father of those who've played on that field, I feel like on behalf of the entire American delegation in Israel that's had the uh, the enjoyment of playing in Kraft Stadium, I've got to say a big thank you to you. Uh, what kind of thrill is it for you, knowing the impact that you have had when it comes to American football in Israel? Well, it's, you know, a joining of things I really love, the sport of football, the state of Israel, I'll never forget the first time we went there to watch, I think it was some playoff games. And before the game, you know, I'm standing there with a number of members of my family. I actually think Teddy Collick was alive then. And uh, he was there. And um, I know, I think it was when Ehud Alma was mayor. And they played the national anthem the American National Anthem, and then Hatikva, and I got goosebumps, and I'm thinking, where else in the world, <laughs> a couple hundred yards from the Kotel, they're playing the American National Anthem, and there's such pride, and then to see American football played in downtown Jerusalem. It was pretty cool. It is pretty amazing. Speaking of pregame ceremonies, what you did in November after the tragic murder of Ezra Schwartz is going to be remembered for a long time. The minute of silence observed by the uh, Patriots and the entire NFL on a uh, you know on a television network. Uh, I can only imagine what that day or two was like for you just to make that happen. And I don't know how much of this is public information or not. But what do you remember? about the uh, the procedure once the idea came to you about honoring Ezra Schwartz's memory, big Patriots fan, from Sharon, Massachusetts, and then actually till the time that it actually happened? Well, you know, I didn't know the Schwartz family and until that happened, and I read about it. And then I found out that they're neighbors in Sharon, Mass. And... Uh, I, you know, we were all devastated because he was such a fine young man. And I uh, made a shiva call, and I learned more about the family um, from the family. And, you know, one of the things I didn't realize, he was as much a patriot fan. He used to don a Gronk jersey during games and FaceTime with his family. And I said, you know, what's going on all over the world with, Boko Haram, with ISIS, with uh, all, all, and even here in the U.S., that to me he became the face of terrorism everywhere, but especially what's happened to our people. And um, right before the national anthem we did it, it was a, an ESPN game, so it, it really went global. And it was amazing. I, I was surprised by the number of people who were touched by it and he he represented he was such a mensch and he represented he 
he and his family are so special. But to all victims of terror from all nationalities, I think he became the face of it at that moment. And I think a lot of people were appreciative. Oh, no question about it. I can tell you it made an international impression and really went straight to the heart of Jews around the world. Robert Kraft is with us this coming Wednesday. He'll be uh, the recipient of an honorary Doctor of Humane Letters at our beloved Yeshiva University. The 85th commencement happens this Wednesday at Madison Square Garden in New York. Um, you're not a YU alum. Nonetheless, you're accepting this award and uh, participating in their commencement. Uh, what was it that attracted you to Yeshiva University to be part of this? I'm doing this in large part out of Derek Eretz to my father, Oliver Shalom Harry, who I think, and I hope he, he'll be watching, um, but I think he would have viewed me being the recipient of this wonderful covode that it would have been greater to him than winning a Super Bowl because I think of... Um, Yeshiva as, you know, the elite school in the world of modern orthodoxy, doing more to carry on the religion that is so important to us. And I believe it's such a wonderful example to the world. And I think that Yeshiva, more than any other institution, represents that. And the fact that they were kind enough to give me this honor, <clears throat> I'm really trying to remember him and and make him proud and 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 then of course I know so many people who who are connected there my friends the Wilfs along the Vikings they're, they're very involved and um, 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 you know and and anyone who Richard Joel has done such a good job with spirituality, and I got to know him when we built the Hillel at Columbia, and he, he's an exceptional leader, and I just know a lot of great people who are connected, so it's it's a real honor and privilege for me to be part of this. What will your message be to the graduates this coming Wednesday? Well, I'd like to sort of keep that... Um, <laughs> I, I'd like to keep that. You'll have to. Maybe I think they're streaming it live, so you can get the message. <laughs> but you know, part of it is how I grew up in a traditional home, and how you know, studying, uh, going to shul, and studying the pasha, and how I really try to live my life according to Pirkei Avot, and I tie in my personal experiences with the history of our people and, and um, um, you know, doing things that, dreaming your dream and working on tikkun olam and many things that I'm sure you and your whole audience agree with. No. But I'd like to sort of keep that a little bit quiet. And I also would like to say it's a great privilege to talk with you, Nachum. I think I have to move on now. Well, I appreciate it. Congratulations again on what's happening Wednesday. Kalaka vote for all you do for Israel and the Jewish world. It is much appreciated and honored to speak with you this morning. Thank you so much. Well, you keep it up. It's, I heard it's only been 
32 years you've been doing this program, so <laughs> we're looking forward to you getting to double high and having a big celebration. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Robert Kraft, he is the uh, owner of the New England Patriots, and you heard what he said. He said his honorary degree from YU this coming Wednesday would be greater to his late father than winning a Super Bowl. How unbelievable is that? He'll be uh, feted with the doctorate of uh, honorary doctor of humane letters this coming uh, Wednesday at the 85th commencement at Yeshiva University, and he will address the hundreds of undergraduate and graduate students receiving their degrees that day and celebrating during the ceremony. Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots and somebody who has had a profound effect on Israel and the Jewish world, I thank him for joining us this morning right here at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M., a.k.a. Pella. My thanks to Robert Kraft. This coming Wednesday, Yeshiva University uh, bestows upon him a doctor, an honorary doctorate of human, humane letters. And uh, that happens at their 85th commencement this coming Wednesday. Mazal tov to all the graduates. And I thank him, the owner of the New England Patriots, Robert Kraft, for joining us this morning here at J.M. in the A.M. Mazel tov going out to Yehudis and Yitzchak Pearl of Flatbush. They've got a brand new baby boy. Happy birthday going out to listener Maishi from all of us here at JM in the AM. Late Friday, just as this radio broadcast was ending on Friday, um, just as this broadcast was ending on Friday, I got a text message from our good friend Mr. Michael New who had a wonderful piece of news to share with us. Mazal Tov on the engagement of Pesha Rubin to David New. Mazal Tov to Michael and Florence New, Ellen and Aaron Rubin of Chicago, Pam and Steve Sherman of New Milford. We say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JMA. And Pesha Rubin and David New, they are a very recently engaged couple. And again, we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Reminder, a week from Sunday, it's a Celebrate Israel Parade up Fifth Avenue. Make sure to reserve... The time between 11 and 4 o'clock, no matter where you are, whether you're at the parade or whether you're anywhere else on this globe, to tune in and listen in as uh, we, courtesy of the uh, partnership we have with the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem, present an amazing five-hour webcast, the sights and sounds of the Celebrate Israel Parade, which you'll be able to hear online at jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app and see all the action on the homepage at nachomsegel.com. It'll all be there for you to enjoy uh, a week from Sunday, up Fifth Avenue in New York City. Always an incredible day, a wonderful day to celebrate, and you get an opportunity this coming, I should say, June the 5th, a week from Sunday. Um, should be uh, a lot of fun. It always is. Celebrate Israel Parade. How our Beacon School, the Yeshiva R. David, presents Culinary for a Cause, a Chinese auction and evening with the stars of Kosher Food Media. That happens tonight at 7 p.m. at the Young Israel of Avenue K with Esther Wolby. Uh, Miriam Pascal, Sylvia Fallis, Jay Buxbaum, Izzy of Izzy Smokehouse, and Mark Garfinkel, The Mentalist. There will be live demonstrations of buffet, dessert table, and more. Auction viewing begins at 7. The cooking demonstrations at 8 o'clock. Information at 718-951-3650. 718-951-3650 or culinaryforacause.com. Again, that's culinaryforacause.com for information on that. Uh, Want to wish a mazel tov to Zalman Malutik. And um, who is the artistic director of the National Yiddish Theater, Folksbina, an authority on Jewish music. He and his wife, Deborah, are being honored tonight at the May 23rd concert that will feature uh, Mandy Patinkin. So we wish a mazal tov to uh, Deborah and Zalman Malutik from all of us here at JM in the AM. Yachad's benefit dinner happens tomorrow night. That's at the Congregation Keter Torah on Romer Avenue in Teaneck, New Jersey. Mazal tov to all the honorees, Meredith and Kenny Yeager, Dr. Jeff Lichman, Ethel and Stanley Sharon, Rabbi J. Weinstein, Yachad's Benefit Dinner and Awards Ceremony tomorrow night in Teaneck, New Jersey. Um, an evening of inspiration with Dr. David Pelkovitz, Thinking Alike versus Thinking Together, Paths to Strengthening Relationships. Dr. Pelkowitz, noted author and psychology chair at Yeshiva University, will speak about strengthening relationships for Jewish journeys. That's happening tonight, starting at 7.30, Congregation Renat Yisrael and Teaneck. JWRP participants Amy and David Albala will share, their particip- will share their participation with the JWRP and the impact it's made on their lives. 
Since 2011, Jewish Journeys has taken over 100 women to Israel for a birthright-like experience. Pre-trip and follow-up programming takes place. It is really an amazing organization. Tonight, Dr. Pelkovitz addresses Jewish Journeys, 7.30 p.m. at Congregation Renat Yisrael in Teaneck, New Jersey. Thinking alike versus thinking together, paths to strengthening relationships. All right, that is happening tonight in Teaneck. JM and the AM, more coming up at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org and on the NSN app. I asked the man, I saw how many Jews in this town. He said to me, there used to be a minion around. But one of us passed away and we've been feeling down. Yet now it seems as though another Jew has been found. Won't you stay with us for Shabbos, Minion Man? I step off the bus in Mobile, Alabama. The sun was slowly setting on the bay. Clock on a summer Friday afternoon. Shabbos was an hour away. I walked around the town wondering what to do. Shabbos is no time to be feeling blue. Then I saw a man who looked the same way too. I was quite relieved to find the fellow Jew. Then two more Went into a shop That read closed on the door There was a minion In the back of a hardware store Nine men waiting For one more We ushered in the Shabbos With a beautiful song The Chazim had a voice That was clear and strong Years ago 
shattered every now and then Cause the place is still here And when I make this trip through Mobile once every year I remember the man who prayed here Now the million is gone, a few died, some moved on But the back of the store still remembers the song The nightman who waited till one came along How Shabbos was carried on a song
With Mimkomcha, that's done by Gershon Verobo, of course, a cappella style. 20 minutes before 9 o'clock, before that, A.K. Pella with Nara Yisi. You heard Minion Man. That was Schlockrock. Nice reaction to the conversation we had with um, Robert Kraft. I want to thank those who have been commenting on the app. 
Uh, one commenter says, I'm have to start rooting for the Patriots. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Ivan Gilbert of Chabad of Huntington County is listening to us from Bucharest, Romania. Thank you very much. Boy, the app comes in handy for that, huh? To find out where people are tuned in. A reminder that on June 5th, the uh, in addition to the Celebrate Israel Parade, the Israel Day concert in Central Park takes place Sunday, June 5th. Yom Yerushalayim on the Central Park summer stage. It's free admission. goes officially from 230 until 7.30, it's the concert with a message, which this year will star Lipa, Eitan Katz, Tal Vaknin, Shlomi Aharoni, Shlomi Dax, Avi Kalimnik, Michal Przansky, uh, Matt Shariki, Dr. Meir Abitan, Jerry Markowitz, Chaim Kiss, Izzy Kiefer, Heshi R, White Shabbos, Micha Gammerman, and others. That is quite a lineup. Happening at the summer stage in Central Park in New York City. Enter the park at 5th and 72nd. And that is uh, happening after the parade in New York City. Information, you can uh, search the Israel Day concert and get all the information. 57 degrees, mostly cloudy, a high temperature of 76. Reminder that Mayor Weingarten is on coming up at uh, 9 o'clock this morning right after JM and the AM. And uh, today, after an amazing and crazy week of Israeli politics, the Israeli show will review the events, analyze them, and break it all down for you. Plus an Israeli music mix special for Sphere Esa Omer. That's happening between 9 and 10 this morning, right after Jam in the AM on jamtheam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Check it out and get ready to enjoy. Yeah, there you go. I believe on this AKA Pella. Um, well, maybe it wasn't this one. There's an album. Yeah, here it is. There's an album by 613, which features this one. We haven't heard it in, a, in quite a while. This is the a cappella version of Yerushalayim Sholzahav and Ode Yavo, uh, featuring Aryeh Kunstler. 613 does it off of their album entitled Zmanim. Here it is for you at JM in the AM. <laughs> Shalom, I lay you. 
J.M. and the A.M., that's the uh, Yom Shaney medley from Yossi Rosenberg and Company from the Sphira album here at J.M. and the A.M. And um, five minutes before 9 o'clock, Mayor Weingarten, the Israel Show, coming up next, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app, Mayor Weingarten and the Israel Show, plenty about the goings-on in the Israeli government over the last week. There's been a lot going on, to say the least. So he'll have all that with analysis and more starting at 9 o'clock, just five minutes from now, on the stream at jmnam.org and, of course, on the uh, NSN app. So make sure you are tuned in. We'll wrap things up at the Y Studs on a Monday morning broadcast. This is JM in the AM. Shall I be in it? 
My brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM Dial Broadcasting Live. In the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app. My thanks to Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots. If you missed our conversation, check it out in the archive section later on. Really an interesting conversation. Mazal tov to him as he is uh, being feted by Yeshiva University at the commencement this coming Wednesday at Madison Square Garden. Mayor Weingarten is next with the Israel Show between 9 and 10 o'clock. Make sure to be tuned in for all the latest regarding the goings-on in the Israeli government. He'll explain all of it. And make sure to have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.